Good evening, multitaskers. It's Adria, host of The Mom Life Podcast. On this episode of The Mom Life, I'm excited to welcome a very dear sister friend of mine, Miss Tawana Taylor, whom I affectionately call T. Marie. T. Marie is a full-time entrepreneur, a full-time mother, and a divorcee. I wanted this episode to shed some light on how women and mothers have the ability to overcome something that some would consider painful, unkind, or even unpleasant, and still be a master of multitasking. Thank you, T. Marie, for allowing yourself to be humble, open, and transparent with me on this evening. So without further ado, welcome my very dear friend, Ms. Tawana Taylor. Hello, Adria. How are you? I am choosing to be well. I love it. Thank you so much for the invitation. Of course, of course, of course. And um, like I've said before in the other episodes, when I was coming into this or even had the dream or the vision to start a podcast, I'm like, Lord, what will I talk about? Because it's always been a... um, a dream of mine to find a way to constantly pour back into mothers, find a way to give back to mothers. And this was my way because I, after my son, I've only been a mom for now 17 months. Um, but I have the utmost respect for the journey of motherhood. And I'm finally understanding, you know, what my mom used to say back in the day, um, and just how, chan- I won't say hard, because nothing about motherhood is hard. It's challenging, yet rewarding at the same time. And I can only imagine, um, I won't even say doing it alone, but um, just doing it single-handedly, full-time, and being a full-time entrepreneur um, can be, I can only imagine. And I, my hat is off to you. I salute you. Kudos to you, super mom. So um, we'll just dig right in. Just for some of those that may not know who T. Marie is, um, what she stands for, what she does, um, just share that a little bit with us. All right. Well, okay. Let's see. I just like to think of T or T. Marie as you know me. <laughs> for the most part, I, I just reference Tawana. Um, I like to think of myself, I'm definitely a woman of faith, right? Not perfect by any means, but a woman of faith. Like I said, you know, right before we started recording, I was like, girl, I'm looking at my facts, but my faith tells me different. <laughs> and it's, that's, that's tr- it's truly by grace. Everything about me, everything about my life from, you know, youth on through womanhood and the woman I'm continuously evolving to be as, you know, Flota said, becoming, right? It's all by grace. And so I use that, 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 that just the uplift through, you know, the word of God, um, family, friends, I do life in community, um, choosing to always see the glass half full rather than empty and just offering that optimism to others and just helping them see their problems as an opportunity. Like there, there's always something that we can grow through, mature through, you know, evolve our feelings, like facts data driven decisions not about how we feel and that would be Tawana that would be who you know is Marie I love it I love it so I know that um you are a mom 
Yes. So uh, tell us, tell us about mm -hmm. Bailey. Bailey. Oh my gosh. I can't believe she's five already. Wait, this is year six though, right? In September will be six years. She will be six. Yes. Oh yes. my goodness. Yeah, so when. Tell, tell us about Bailey. <laughs> tell us about Bailey. When is the most sophisticated female child I have ever known. <laughs> she is so witty. She is so witty. She's usually two or three steps ahead of me. I'm wow. constantly having to advance my thinking because her personality, these millennial babies are different, okay? Listen, and her personality, she, can be, sure she can be very exact. Yeah, she can be very exact. She's super literal. Um, she, her there is truth in names, people. Bailey, she is a bailiff. She will throw my rules back on me before I can even recognize the situation is happening. <laughs> and so she, but she's the sweetest. She's such a giving person. Um, her personality is very giving. She's a mom in her own right. right? She's always been that that little tyke in the daycare center that's mothering the other little yes. ones. <laughs> yes. So it's funny to watch her evolve into the little, you know, the, the being that, that, that God has, has graced her to be. And I look at her and I look at her father and I'm like, she could only come through us. Like there was no other, there's no other parents that she could have to, to, to shape Bailey. Like she was destined for right. So if nothing else, I recognize <laughs> that, that that purpose was for her to exist yes, yes and we can't yes, wait yes. to see who she is going to be <laughs> wow bailey may be the next president of the united states now yeah. listen she may be and and she's a beast on the gymnastics mat as well so that girl is all Come muscle on, she's a stallion. Yes, yes all of that yes. all of it yeah she is she's she's amazing i love it i love it i love <laughs> it i love it so I know um, I want to get into a little bit um, of your entrepreneurship journey. Um, what did you have any dreams? Did you have any visions? And I'll let you kind of introduce um, who your company is, what your company is, um, and how you seek to just help others through that. Okay. Well, let's see. So the whole team, Marie, how you, of course, Valdosta, right? We were college, yes. college mates in Valdosta. <laughs> Coming out of Valdosta, I uh, where my entrepreneurship journey began. I had a handcrafted jewelry business for eight years, and it was truly a hobby that turned into a business. Entrepreneurship was not something I was um, vested in by any means. It's not in my DNA. It's not, <laughs> it wasn't my dream. It really wasn't. Okay. I was, I came from, you know, Big, big city, small town, Columbus, Georgia, right? <laughs> yes. that's, that's what I call, that's where, you know, that home is, that's where I was growing up after my dad got out of the military in Fort Benning. And so it was, you go to school, get an education, get a good job. And that was the path that I knew. That was the path that I followed. I didn't see anything wrong with that. Exactly. And it's with, you know, going away and getting more cultured and, you know, having different experiences. Again, being military, we, I saw a lot of things. So, you know, colorism and all that stuff. I, those things don't bother me as much as maybe they should or as much as they do others. But I grew up doing life in community. Everybody looked different. We're in the military. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that it was, you know, 2008. That was the first recession of our adult lifetime. Yes, I remember. And so it was trying to find a job, trying to find a job, trying to find a job. Nothing was popping off the way I hoped it would. And I literally 
I literally sat on one of my sorority sister's floor. I was housing with her in her apartment at the time. And that particular day, I was like, I just can't put in another application. Like, I just, like, I am just spent. And I went to the store and spent $200 on beads. I didn't have anything coming in. I didn't have nothing. And I just started beading. And she came home from work that day, and she looked at the floor, and she was like, see if people, I was like, and then she was like, let's invite some people over and see if they want to buy it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. stop playing. She was like, (laughs) let's do it. And this sister, you know very well, this sister is Labanae. And it was through the seed she planted. Instead of scolding me, instead of saying to me, what are you doing? You're supposed to be applying for jobs. You know what our agreement is. She encouraged me in that moment and was like, you really got something good going. And it turned from selling selling jewelry from on for her living room, you know, her coffee table floor to opening up an Etsy shop and creating an LLC and then doing vending and pop-up shops and then being in magazine, one of Lucci Bride magazine, like all kind of this crazy stuff started happening. <laughs> and I was like, ah, even you, like you, you're, I was able to do your bridal jewelry, like just. Yes. Very beautiful. That, that journey, it was not, it was not anything that I imagined. It's not anything that I dreamed. It just started happening. And it was one of those waking moments that was, it's like when you show up and you do what you feel like you are absolutely led to do and you believe, God would have been else. God will make everything else fall into place. Just keep sure showing will. up and doing so consistently. Yes, get, it, get it done, not perfect. And that's what yes. I'm using now with my company, Bootstrap Dream. And it is basically business management through business consulting and business management through project management. I focus on female executives, helping them make what they do look and feel so much more easy. Um, and it's all about providing that support, providing that clarity, that confidence, that commitment so that they can really walk out what it is that they envision and dream. Because a lot of women that are in executive level positions, they're visionary, but the implementation part, it's so hard for them to see because it's too much in the weeds. And I am a person of action. I am like, oh, your, your, your vision, your dream is so beautiful, but what are we going to do about it? How are we going to make that a reality? Ooh. And that's what with Bootstrap Dreams. I yeah. love it. And so it's, it's been awesome. And it's something that actually was given to me the year I didn't know I was going to be divorcing. Um, so I started it. I kind of piloted a few things online for, I think it was a few months. And then when my marital world kind of hit rock bottom, everything went on pause. And that was um, in 2016. And here it is, January 1, 2020 is when I launched full-time entrepreneurship in that same dream. Talk about the the courage, not only to leave your your full-time job, but just the, the discipline behind that because, and the, I mean, just the consistency and getting it done because I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be one to say um, not that I look totally to my job for security, but I don't think I'm there yet. And I'm not afraid to admit, I don't think I'm there yet to be a full-time entrepreneur. But like I said, anybody that has the, the strength, the courage, the determination to do that, mm-hmm. my hat is off to you. And to be a full-time mother on top of that, my hat is off to you. It doesn't matter if you have one, two, three children. And I'm right. sure with the personality that Bailey has, I'm pretty it's sure sometimes weird. it feels like it's multiple. <laughs> but you've gotten it done. So I know, um, yeah. and I'm just, I'm, I'm inspired. 
and I'm encouraged. So keep doing what you're doing because we are watching, we are listening, and we are taking notes. Um, I want to, and like I said before, I want to just touch on a bit of how the transition from being um, married and now you're divorced, Mm -hmm. how has that transition Mm -hmm. um, from full-time mommy and full-time entrepreneur, the transition from having a significant other to not having a significant other and still being able to do those things, how has that transition um, been been for you? Oh, it was quite the transition. <laughs> it's, I, I uh, never smoked cigarettes, but I can imagine it was like a turkey. Um, you know, you go from to nothing. And it was not a back and forth game with me due to the dynamics by, uh, which my divorce came about. It wasn't a game I was interested in playing by any means. I was like, I got one life. I'm not playing. And it is worth living, right? Exactly. And I'm not playing. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, that reality, look, you know, keeping it honest, it was very hard. It was very hard because if there was anything that I can say I gave my all to, it was my marriage. And it was like, Lord, you can do anything, anything in my life, but don't touch that. (laughs) Don't touch my marriage. Like, that is one. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you idolize it, huh? Uh, we gonna we gonna see about that, ma'am. We gonna see who you really worship, right? Where your identity really is set." Huh. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yeah. So, and it's one of those things that you really don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you know because you know when you're doing something for a show. But right. for me, I really didn't know that that was happening to me. Um, but it was because I just believed so much in family. Um, again, doing life in military, I didn't grow up with grandma. I didn't grow up with aunts and uncles. I didn't grow up with cousins. My family has always been my neighbors, my schoolmates, my organizations, my community. So getting married for me, I finally felt like I had family in, yes. in my location, in my immediate surrounding, in my, my being, and he, he big local family. So it wasn't just me and him. Like we had We had a community, you know? And so when the marriage was lost, for the most, you know, as far as formality, that was lost as well. I still have a wonderful relationship with my former in-laws, right? You know, we, we, we text, we talk, we get updates about Bailey. And when he has her and she's out with him, they send me pictures of her like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. You did her hair so well. You know, stuff like that. Like we still have those dynamics. Um, even when there's been death in the family, they're like, T, you got to come, you know? And so it's, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing because I don't have to lie, baby. I know she's in great hands. And that's one thing. That might be one thing to talk about as, as a woman who has divorced with children, particularly who he was as your companion has nothing to do with who he is as a father, particularly if he's not abusing, right? Now, if we're getting yes. into the, psych- psychiat- the psychology around abuse and whatnot, yes, right. we have to be mindful. We have to utilize our roots. We have to get help. You have to protect whatever it is that needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. So we cannot, we cannot lie to ourselves and not give our children the opportunity of parenthood with both parents because he wasn't a good person to me. And so that is one feeling that I set aside from the get-go. I mean, from the very get-go of the filing of the divorce is 
he's a good father to our baby. And she deserves him just like she deserves me. And we have an amazing co-parenting relationship. If you saw us in the streets and you didn't know what happened in our marriage, you would you never know. know that anything <laughs> you wouldn't know exactly. anything adverse happened you just be like oh, I guess they just grew apart went their own ways I don't know I don't get it <laughs> but we make Bailey a priority she's a priority and we and we be parent her you know um equitably in, in the sense of we make sure that we try to follow the same rules we make sure that we're on board with um having conversation about you know her schooling her her um you know uh, the Christian faith. He knows that's exactly what I believe and that's what I'm going to instill into her, um, her activities. She has two parents and actually she has bonus parents. We can be married. So listen, reality is what it is and there's no point in faking. Embrace your truth, live it, see it through and really adjust and, and be conscious of what it is that is your priority. So that would have to be definitely one thing that don't don't punish the kids and don't punish him if he is being an upright person in the form of parenting. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so how, and I know um, the divorce, it, I mean, it was for the most part, um, I guess a mutual, a friendly mutual agreement. Um, there was, you know, no unkindness um, or anything. However, um, how has that, as a a mompreneur, I'll just say mompreneur, how has that um, affected or hasn't affected your ability to multitask? You know, to be mommy, to be entrepreneur, and to you know run a business. How has that? Um, helped you because some, some women may feel that, you know, oh, after divorce, you know, it's just me. Um, I really don't have time to do these things. You know, Bailey's doing gymnastics. She's doing, you know, she's in activities as well. So how do you find the time mm-hmm. to really master multitasking? I make the time. I do still have feelings because I, I am I am the uh, the primary custodian, if you will, which means okay. I'm the one that has her the majority of Got parenting. Um, and so, mm-hmm, and so he, ha- you know, weekends and there are certain holidays that we, you know, we we agreed upon all of that from the beginning. So we don't have to have any questions. We are very flexible with one another. But if either of us catches amnesia, we have a parenting plan that is, you know, signed through the courts that we follow. <laughs> we I decide love to get it. stupid. Yes. <laughs> Right. But we, we, we have, we have agreements, but we all, again, we're, we're very fair with one another as parents. And so I do still have moments though, um, because I am the primary parent. I do still have moments where I feel like I'm by myself. I do still have moments where I'm like, gosh, there's only so much I can do in a day and actually finish or, you know, be effective at it. Or, you know, like, it would be nice if I just had some help in this moment. Like I just need some uninterrupted time. Right. Right. But I just make it. I'm, I have to be very intentional about my time. And I have to be very, um, uh, like you said, multi, multitask around it, right? So as a full-time entrepreneur, when I know I have conference calls, I will prepare her breakfast, right? I'll put a bowl of cereal on the table. I'll put a cup of, of milk in the fridge with a lid on it. And she knows when she gets up, if I'm on a call, that she's going to get it. If I'm... Kudos to you, you know, have Bailey. Call at lunchtime and I, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, she's self-sufficient. Listen, self-sufficiency is important, right? Because she's yes. not going to always be up under mommy. She's not going to always be up under daddy. She, at some point in time, she will have to be a responsible contributor to society. And it starts early, talking about early. If the child can crawl, you can give them something, a task. <laughs> That's it. You can give you can give that baby so a task and you can encourage them through it. I mean, she was helping me pull laundry out of the dryer when she was like seven months. You know what I mean? Like just simple stuff. And so anyway, so I just look at the schedule and I anticipate what the day might possibly bring, even though I can't anticipate her mood or how she might be feeling because, you know, as parents, we do crisis intervention all the time. But I look at my schedule and I say, okay, what do I have going on? What is the timing of these things? And I try to be diligent to make sure I allow time for certain things. But if I see there might be a conflict, I go ahead and prepare ahead and then encourage her every day. We go through, you know, this is what mommy's doing. This is what mommy needs. This is what mommy has done for you. If you need something different, let me know because X, Y, Z is about to happen in a few minutes and mommy's going to need some time uninterrupted. And so I need you to also focus on your task or your activity. And we work through And Sometimes she does interrupt, um, but I remind myself that parenting is not an imposition, it's a blessing. And while sometimes, again, it's feelings, right? My feelings be like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) if I can just get through this thing, but it's also (laughs) a learning, it's a learning opportunity for her. It's a patience opportunity for me because things aren't always going to be perfect. Things aren't always going to go as Absolutely. You know, again, with project management, people are like, I just don't understand how you can even operate in that space with like the structure and the the flexibility and creativity mindset that you have. And I was like, that's the thing about it. The project plan is just a roadmap. It's not a guarantee. Just like we get in our cars and we go and we hit a detour, guess what? We just reroute, but we still go to where we're going. Not go (laughs) where we're going because the route we originally wanted to take was blocked. We find another way. And that's what parenting has been after marriage. You know, divorcing, that's what parenting has been. I just have to find other ways. And I have to lean more closely into my community. Let me say something. This, This week it's her break. I don't understand moms that say they don't get me time. Stop punishing yourselves. There is a dad, there is a mom, there is an auntie, there is a sister circle somewhere that you can go to to relieve yourself and to allow your baby to experience someone else and get yourself refreshed and renewed for whatever your life requires of you exactly i i just it blows my mind because and maybe for me it's like it's because it is such a reality and i i you know my my daughter was 16 months when divorce started occurring that's a baby she couldn't talk to me really about anything right she couldn't really communicate and to be like oh i don't want to go until they start talking well if you have that option and that's the route you want to take you do what's best for you bad habits continue until you're ready for them to change right so (laughs) if you don't allow yourself those breaks and you wonder why you're always run down ragged frazzled you don't feel loved you don't feel beautiful it's because you're not starting with you Mm. and i'm talking about in the flesh right we start with our with our heavenly father right that's it that's it it. but our love our love for ourselves we have to start put on that that airplane approach put on your oxygen mask first and then you can assist the passengers around you So if you're running out of breath, how in the world are you going to be available to give life to anybody else? Mm. So I totally believe in having those moments to, to relax, to, to, you know, to digress, 
to think clearly and get refreshed so that I can operations for what my specific path in life requires. I can't, I couldn't imagine not doing it. I, I would not, I would not, I'd cease to exist. Mm. I would, because, because the load is, the load is heavy. It's oh, not yeah. a light load, you know, and then you don't have to be married to know the parents did. <laughs> you're, you're right <laughs> about Because you can still be married, right? You can still be married and be doing it alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's probably a podcast episode by itself, right? You're so, right. <laughs> don't give me so, any ideas now. Listen, I mean, if we're just going to be honest about it, right, you can still be in relationships and still be slowed alone. So allow yourself that time and allow your child the opportunity to grow. That's Absolutely. what it's all about. Absolutely. It's about yeah. And you actually just touched on, um, that was going to be my next question, if you had any advice or any suggestions for mothers um, after divorce who, you know, are embarking on entrepreneurship or they may already mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur and they're just mm-hmm. struggling to really find balance, struggling to really know what it looks like to multitask. You actually just touched on that. So thank you. Um, but yes, self-care is a very big part of that because you cannot yeah. pour from an empty, an empty well. You cannot pour from an empty glass. So yes, it may seem selfish. However, if we're going to be, you know, if we want to maximize our potential and if we want to be a productive citizen, productive in any manner for that, um, anything we have to start with self we have to start with self so thank you for that um i um at this you know time i just want to um how can you know if any mother not even any mother how can anybody um you know reach out to you how can they find you Mm -hmm. um if you have any you know tips or suggestions for you know, up and coming business owners without now you have to book a consultation now. So she's not going to give all the nuggets for free. Know that. <laughs> However, how can they get in touch with you? Okay. So you can get, well, there's two things. There's two things. You ask me about um, a few more tips for, for, for moms. And I just want to drop these gems right now. These yes, you can't have. Please do. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Because you know what? Because, because after, after divorce, you know, sometimes for some people, it feels like a death sentence and it's not. There's still so much life to live, right? So one thing we talked about is the kids are innocent. It's our children involved, right? This is mom podcast, so I'm assuming there are children involved. Yes. <laughs> the kids are innocent, right? Let them have parents' relationships with both parents so long as it's safe and healthy, right? Then your feelings are not facts. So use your data to drive your decisions because that's what's really going to help your reality. Our feelings lie to us all the time. And if we don't have the proper understanding, then we don't stand under truth, right? So let's, let's make sure to be conscious about our realities. Um, don't wait to deal with it, moms. Face it forward and face it now. There are so much help. There's so much help and free, right? Divorcecare.org, if I could throw that out there. Yes, of course one resource I highly recommend you check into. They have meetups, of course, now with our current pandemic situation globally, there may be some virtual opportunities, but it's a place where you can go and have someone understand exactly how you're feeling and get some guidance and some leading and some resources that you might need for your your current reality because it's just a season. It won't always be where you are. This time next year, you won't feel the same way, okay? Yes. don't talk about, don't talk down about the other parent because remember your children find your identity 
in the both of you. Exactly. So if you dog daddy, the child is going to feel less than too, because the child loves daddy way more than you do right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? <laughs> so you let, the, you, let, you let the child determine the relationship with daddy, because daddy is going to be who daddy is going to be to them. And the child will be able to make their own relationship with time. You encourage your child in a godly, in a, a truthful identity of who they are and that they were wanted and that they are loved and that they are in no, no way at fault for having a separated family, right? Absolutely. Um, be mature and keep an open line of communication. Listen, you don't have that you're doing. That's not your circus, not your monkeys anymore. You just want to know how good is are things going with the child is there something yes. that happened are there feelings that need to be addressed is there a shit happening in a different book that the child might come home and express you want those things to be conversed about because you do have to navigate it, especially primary parent so keep yes. that open line of communication um about the children focus right and then so there's three more things adria um no, no we when dating i right? have <laughs> I, have to. I know. I need, I need. So when when dating, be upfront about it, moms. This is your ex. This is about you. There is no sense. This is what I say to to men who approach me. There is no sense in you liking me if you don't like my reality. I'm a mom. Period. She's not going anywhere anytime soon. Feeling. If you're not considering fathering again. Stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> Period. 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 Stop talking to me. Be with a T. With a T, right? Not with a <laughs> T. Period. This is my real life. Yes. With a T. Yeah. This this is real life. And she has a father. So we're not looking for a replacement, but we are looking for compliments to her life. Ooh. So own that. Be upfront. Yes. Be upfront about what it is that you want and you desire and allow yourself to receive what you prayed for. God hears all things. There are no prayers too small. And I have experienced some of them and have said nothing to anybody else. So I know he's listening. Yes. And then be real with yourself and know that it's okay when others just don't get it. One thing I can say about divorce, it is really like grieving um, a death, except you can find yourself being haunted because that's that that person really isn't dead that marriage is but that person that you're grieving is sitting around is still calling is still visiting for the sake of the children <laughs> and people why are you still talking about your story like why don't you just get over it like it's been four years now like and i'm like you, you it's okay you, you just don't get it exactly. <laughs> and it's not so much about the emotional part of it right it's not it's not the emotion it's not about oh I'm still in love it's just remembering the life that you know you had and remembering all that you forsaked to receive that and then having to start again and find figure out what it is for you now and pick up maybe dreams that you had once had that you didn't pursue or that you set aside for the priority right of family of wife 
of marriage, you know, mom and marriage and whatnot. And so it's, it's uprooting some of those and it is uncomfortable. It brings back old. Once you really face it and you deal with it and you recognize what is this that I'm really doing and that bigger why behind why I'm doing it, you move beyond those feelings and you choose those facts and you aspire to be different and you aspire to do different. And so you really evolve in your womanhood. You evolve in your femininity. Honey, I sit here on Zoom calls all day and I'm just sexy because I want to be. (laughs) (laughs) And it's completely professional, but I feel good about me. I feel so good. I feel so good about me, you know? And it's it's for no other reason than I have, I stopped misplacing my body and things and people and, you know, just having certain kind of, it's okay to hope and dream. I still aspire for many things, but I'm in love with me now more ever been. And the last thing would just be to reiterate, mom's divorce is not a death sentence. So get help. Find, you know, your, your sister circle that you can trust and will allow you to be ugly and pretty. And that will say, girl, wash your face and, get, and be your very special. You're very That's special. It. Grace somebody, right? Here, here, baby. So that, those are the moms. Yes, we are here. We are arriving, right? Arriving. Yes. Awareness is so key. And um, so that would be my, my mom divorce tips if I had to give any. And then as far as finding me, Adria, thank you for the share of this. So bootstrap dreams with an S, right? Um, And that's everything. Bootstrap dreams on Instagram, Facebook, on LinkedIn. I am Tawana M. Taylor. Um, But if you look up bootstrap dreams, you will see me on there as well because I hashtag everything that I post. And that is where I thrive. That is um, the bulk of my activity, but I do aspire to reach out and um, I look for your connections on the other platforms as well. And I'm just grateful to be here with you, Adrienne. I'm so thankful for this opportunity and for you bringing, shining light on something that can be so sensitive and that is often seen so negatively um, in our society. Divorce is not pretty. It's almost like having a scarlet S on your chest. People look at you and say, oh, what's wrong with you? (laughs) right like why why didn't somebody want to stay with you and that's not even half the story um so don't take on that label um I know on papers we have to check you know we often have to check a box and you know where does your marital status and divorce is usually one of them and that's just that I have divorced I am not my divorce and so you choose you know yeah I have divorced but I am not divorced and I will absolutely marry again I love I love marriage I love companionship I love doing life as a team teamwork makes the dream work talk about it so if you're not in that place yet where you have companionship get help you know get mentorship hire a virtual assistant you know don't pay for things you can't use yet ladies listen that is so expensive and you kick yourself later on because you're like why are I even since that like it's been sitting on my laptop for a year now and I've done nothing with it I had great intentions don't buy it if you're not ready to use it right but for the help that you need to succeed there are so many opportunities and I'm here for you too ladies bootstrap dreams project management business consulting we can help you make your dreams your reality we can help you make your life and what you do continue to look good and make it look so much more easy As always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Mom Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and review on Apple, Google, or Spotify. 
Until next time, multitaskers. And remember, mama ain't easy, but we still make it look good.